You're listening to Dole Capital, and this is Benno's Brief. On this episode of Dole Capital, you're with Ben for our occasional segment of Benno's Brief. I'll be talking to you about what's on my mind, and hopefully it will either be entertaining, interesting, or even motivating for all you cage-rattling tragics out there. On today's show, a four-day week isn't just possible. It could actually happen in the ACT in maybe months, not just in years. And how is it possible to get the Labour Party to act on decisions made at members' annual conferences? And just a couple of little things on my mind that we'll talk about on today's Benno's Brief on Dole Capital. But first, Patreon. This show would not be possible without our patrons and supporters. You can show your solidarity at www.patreon.com forward slash D-O-H-K-A-P-I-T-A-L. Please like, share, and subscribe to our show and leave a review on your preferred podcast application. Thank you to our new supporters and our ongoing supporters who've helped us keep up our broadcasting hosting fees and with updating some of our equipment. Your support helps motivate and resource us to make more content and uh, keep running with the show. Before we get going, we're recording on Ngunnawal land. Pay our respects to their elders past, present and future whose sovereignty was never ceded, and who we express our solidarity with struggles to end continuing injustices for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. So at the time of recording, the ACT branch of the Australian Labor Party has just had its conference on the 22nd of July. State Labor branch conferences are where the split between the rank-and-file delegates elected by sub-branches, union delegations selected by their union leaders, and elected to Parliament representatives debate the policies and platform of their branch. So the big thing that took place for me at the ACT conference this year was getting into the party's platform, a four-day work week. The motion enables advocacy for a four-day work week with no loss of pay for the ACT branch of the AOP, and asked the party uh, to pressure the ACT government to undertake a trial in its public services of a four-day work week. ACT Labor for a four-day work week campaign are asking that a trial be co-designed by unions and the ACT public service with the aim to gather a broad body of evidence by involving the many different types of jobs in the ACT public service. For interstate and international listeners, the ACT has around 20,000 public sector workers That includes hospitals, schools, vocational learning, public transport, prison, parks and gardens, along with many administrative functions. So, why is supporting uh, a four-day work week significant uh, for the ACT Labor Party platform? Yeah, what is the significance? Well, the platform provides, of the uh, ACT Labor Party, provides a policy basis for elected representatives to take to parliamentary bodies. And the ACT having a four-day work week in the party platform with a trial means that Labor members of the Legislative Assembly have a basis supported by their members' conference to pursue this important reform to how we work. Or for ACT senators to the federal parliament or ACT members of of the House of Representatives and the federal parliament, it would provide the basis for advocacy that they should be taking to the federal parliament. 
So if the ACT government were to adopt a trial and then implement a four-day work week, it would be tremendously significant. The ACT would be one of, if not the first jurisdiction to make this happen. A trial of the ACT in the, no, sorry, a trial of a four-day work week in the ACT public service would be a huge body of data that would provide credible evidence that a broad range of workers and uh, different sorts of employers and the community and the environment large would benefit from a four-day work week. Actions in the ACT would provide a tangible example and evidence for activists across parties and political movements in Australia and beyond that such a policy of a four-day work week can actually be adopted by governments. And wouldn't that be great? Before we go through what would stop this initiative from happening, I'd like to thank the small group of ACT Labor comrades that have been advocating for and organising around a four-day work week since 2019. If you're a regular listening listener to Dole Capital, you can listen to our many of these activists on some of our older shows and, of course, also hear our advocacy for a four-day work week. So what's stopping a four-day work week from actually happening. Now, you, a lot of people out there would think that if you get something up in a party platform, well, it's just going to happen. Well, it's not how it works. So getting an elected Labor politician to do what members have democratically determined to do is never guaranteed, sadly. The ALP is a place of class and political struggle. It's a federated system of state branches that we've talked about many times on this show that has a national conference every couple of years. In practice, the tension is always between parliamentary Labor parties from state governments and then the federal parliamentary Labor party versus the state branches and the state branches that consist of and are made up of those groups I mentioned before. The rank and file members that are elected by their sub-branches to be delegates at branch conferences and those union blocks which um, have a proportion of delegates they're allowed to take some occasionally they used to be elected but most of the time these days they're appointed by their union leaders and those that are already in the parliamentary labor party who get spots at branch conferences so what you need to do with that tension between the plps and state branches is that you need to win the support of plps to actually get them to make the changes to laws and government policies for things to actually change. It's sadly not enough to just uh, have a democratic vote in a branch conference, which is always pretty amusing when you come across silly union hacks who get mystified, or they're just being plain cynical, who think that inserting their bargaining claim into a state branch or a national platform will somehow force governments to adopt what should be the right thing to do. Yeah? So, for significant changes, you need to campaign to pressure parliamentary Labor parties, or PLPs, as I'll keep referring to them. To be successful, you need the support across state branch membership from unions, both from their members and activists and their officials, if you can try to get that. Probably get those members and activists and members to pressure those officials to adopt and support what you're campaigning for. And you need to win the support of members of parliamentary Labor parties. The best practice is to build this pressure both inside and outside the ALP to make this happen. So this is the example where, as a socialist, we talk about the ALP being a place of struggle. It's a movement. It's a federated grouping of state organizations with different units in part of it. It basically functions as a semi-democratic 
oligarchies who are competing with each other. So it's not North Korea. There is opportunities to actually try to change things. So, for example, uh, some years ago, not that long ago, in the not-too-distant past, I can remember quite vividly, there were a bunch of young women labor activists in the ACT who successfully campaigned to see the removal of uh, and uh, removal of legislation that had criminalized women's access to health fertility services uh, that was still on the books, even though a lot of people were, you know, didn't actually realize that uh, decriminalization or uh, women's access to abortion rights were still technically illegal things, in, not just in um, uh, the ACT, but also beyond. They kicked off a campaign in, in ACT Labor, and then they took that campaign out to other state branches around the country, and there was some momentum. It went all the way to the National Conference, and there it won support. And that involved, that campaign involved lobbying politicians, state branch delegates, union representatives, and the campaign was ultimately successful. But it was not without its opposition, even spectacularly from members of the federal PLP. The point is that you need to pressure internally to force PLPs to follow through on laws to make the platform real. So if you want something in the platform, you need to actually go and make it real. And that to make something real, you need it to become law. So for a campaign like a four-day work week, we must also see uh, action inside the Labor Party, as well as outside the Labor Party. So for our friends and comrades in the Greens, in the broader left, members in trade unions where there is support for a, third, for a four-day work week, more noise needs to be made and or look to campaign in the absence of support for a four-day work week in whatever relevant forums you can. For example, in the ACT, a ACT Labor for a four-day work week campaign was recently launched prior to the ACT branch conference. And this is a campaign which is campaigning internally and we'll be looking to also campaigning externally to win support for a four-day work week. Winning support in the ACT branch platform was fantastic, a real breakthrough, but now the hard work in the next coming months, maybe even longer, hopefully, but sooner, is to be done to actually get members of the Legislative Assembly to carry out the decisions of ACT members from their branch conference. So we'd like to see that. So that's great. So for those activists that are in unions or uh, members supporting a four-day work week, we've also seen activists get into their unions and move for support for a four-day work week in their various union conferences. So that's one of the things you need to do if you're active in your union, get a motion going. You can probably start at the basis of your delegates committee or bringing attention to your delegates, get a discussion about it and taking it through your various union forums uh, and getting those things onto your state or um, national delegate conferences and the like. For example, recently the ACT, uh, ACT public service activists gained support of delegates to the Community and Public Sector Union's Governing Council to support a four-day work week. So it's a practical example there. We'll have more of a chat and more information about how things are going with the four-day work week campaign on Dole Capital in coming months. The ACD Legislative Assembly's committee, which is looking at the future of work, will be tabling its report in August, and we'll be talking to the fantastic Susan Orr, MLA, who's been working on that committee about the committee's findings regarding a four-day work week. So that's one to look forward to in coming weeks. 
I'm also hoping that we'll have a chat with some wonderful union activists that I've been able to work with who are organising around improving democracy in their unions. So some other things to look forward to on uh, longer, lengthier episodes of Dole Capital. But that's it for today's Benno's Brief. Well, this episode of Benno's Brief. Um, you might listen to this next month. Who knows? So if you'd like this show, uh, why not get behind us? But before then, if you would like to hook up with ACT Labor for a four-day work week, you can find them on Facebook. Uh, if you would like more information about Dole Capital and um, feedback and ideas and the like about this show and any of the episodes, keep an eye out for updates on Twitter on face and Facebook. Our handle is at Dole Capital, which is D-O-H-K-A-P-I-T-A-L. That's D-O-H-K-A-P-I-T-A-L. If you'll really enjoy this show and you'd like to see more content, well, yeah, we really do need to value your support, particularly our new subscribers who've taken out um, come patrons to the show. Uh, it really does motivate me to keep the show going and look for more opportunities to talk to more people about the ideas and activism of practically being democratic socialists in the ACT and beyond. So if you like this show, you can become a patron by going to patreon.com forward slash D-O-H-K-A-P-I-T-A-L. You can donate as little or as much as you like, really. Pretty simple. We're also on Facebook and active on Twitter, as we said before. So if you do like those, uh, what we've got to talk about, on Benno's Brief or on our Dole Capital episodes. We'd love your feedback. And I'd also like you to, well, the easiest and cheapest way to actually show some support is to like, share, and write reviews or give us some feedback. That'd be great. We can also be contacted via email at Dole Capital. So it's uh, D-O-H-K-A-P-I-T-A-L at gmail.com if you'd like to send us an email. And we'll get around to that uh eventually yes <laughs> so thanks to our dear listeners and supporters uh and fantastic news and congratulations to all those labor activists that uh, managed to make some significant change on the weekend in the act and hopefully provide some inspiration to comrades that are looking to and organizing around pushing for a four-day work week in their various state um jurisdictions thanks